Good morning, I'm Crystal Darsh. The forecast is for some snow today. Cloudy and a high of one. Snow tonight, actually, with a low of minus five. More snow tomorrow with a high of minus three. Right now, it's minus one. Worldwide, more than 14,000 have died in the COVID-19 pandemic, with more than a third of a million sick and 21 deaths in Canada. Nearly 1,500 cases across the country. 33 new ones reported yesterday in Alberta. Most of them in the Calgary area for a total of 259 in Alberta. Edmonton has joined Calgary in declaring a local state of emergency. This gives officials more powers to halt the spread of the disease, including restricting or controlling movement within city limits to address potential price gouging, allow police to enter buildings without warning and assist the city in procuring and distributing essential items. And that's exactly what the mayor was tweeting about yesterday. Okay, fellow Edmontonians, outdoor enthusiasts, it's a big river valley. Please spread yourselves way out to prevent the spread. And if we don't get hold of this thing fast, more drastic distancing orders could come down. Yeah, I tweeted, uh, after seeing everybody in the river valley on the stairs, it looked like there was a ton of people. There was a rumor that a, a coach brought a, a, his kids down there to run this, the steps. and they, So everybody's running right past each other, sweating, which is exactly what you can't have in this situation. But if we don't get a hold of this thing, the next thing you'll be doing is running the stairs to your basement because you won't be allowed to to leave your house. They'll be fining you a thousand bucks. So just be smart about this thing. I guess if you go for a walk and you can be close to the people that you're living with, but you're keeping your space and you're doing your thing and more and more people show up. At some point, someone just has to go, you know what, there's too many people, let's go. Right. Because you can't stop other people from getting out and getting exercise, which we want to. Right. No, 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 no. It's part of your mental health, right? And it's easy for me to say because I live out in the country. So it's like we get out on the road and there's nobody around and it's easy for us. But uh, if you're going to make that drive to the River Valley or whatever, make that drive somewhere else where there's less people. And if you show up and you see there's a crowd, don't stop the car. You can't, can't do it. No. Kenny Rogers passed away on Friday at the age of 81. And a lot of us found out by seeing or hearing a beautiful tribute from Dolly Parton. But I loved Kenny with all my heart. My heart's broken. And a big old chunk of it has gone with him today. And I think that I can speak for all his family, his friends and fans when I say that I will always love you. Yeah, I shed a tear over that one. It was just, it was heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. Most know him as Chef Corbin. I just call him Cousin Corbin. Lucky. Hey, how are you, my friend? I am wonderful today, considering the circumstances. Yeah, no kidding. All right, we we got to do this. We got to bring uh, our own Matt uh, from our morning show. He's working from home, which a lot of people are. Matt, uh, say hello to Chef Corbin. Hi, Corbin. Hey, Matt. All right, here's the deal. Uh, we're talking about uh, quarantine cooking with Chris. That's what we're going to call it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, later on tonight on Instagram Live at about 7 o'clock, uh, Mountain Standard Time, Corbin, you're going you know, to make it happen with me in the kitchen. I've worked with worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> I don't know. Matt always laughs about my lack of uh, creativity in the kitchen. I, I'm one of those guys that can just eat the same thing over and over, but that's going to get a little bit stale in this, in this day and age. This is kind of sums him up right here. He once said, I was cooking steaks, and they were cooking too slowly, so I turned it on max heat, and I just cringed. Well, then you should stick to, you know... Um maybe watching people cook. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to do this for my, my, my wife. I, I want, because it's such, there's, the, the pressure is always on her. Oh, what am I going to cook them tonight? What's, you know, it's going to be healthy. It's going to be filling. That's exactly it. Yeah. I, I think at times like this, people are probably 
a little bit more tax with trying to uh, reinvent the, the dishes on the stovetop, so to speak, because, you know, they're not going out to restaurants anymore. They're not going out for their, their favorite dishes. They're not ordering takeout or anything like that. So they got to be a little bit more creative at home. Okay, so you're going to help us be more creative, right? I think so, yeah. Tell me what you got in your pantry. You know, I... He probably doesn't know. <laughs> No, I know. We got some healthy stuff. We got we got lots of rice. We got lots of pasta. Uh, we got lots of chickpeas for some strange reason. We got lots of beans, uh, you know, things like that in the cans. Well, I mean, it's all those beans you have that keep you warm at night, Chris. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. That's why my wife won't let me sleep with her anymore. Too many of those, what do they call those, Dutch ovens, Matt? Yeah, you got it. Dutch oven. Maybe you, you can cook with the Dutch oven tonight, Chris. <laughs> in fact, you know what? I think that's a good idea. It's a perfect segue into what I think. I kick do for you. So okay. Here's the deal. I think, like uh, most Canadians from coast to coast, they have those staple items, like you mentioned, like our rice and beans and your pastas and stuff. And, and ingredients like rice is perfect because it is so incredibly versatile. So I'm going to throw you a challenge like no other. You ready? Yes. Do you have spices? Uh, I think we do. Salt, pepper. pepper. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'll, that'll start. Most people have some basic spices, and I'm going to ask you to cook. A Moroccan-inspired dish. How about that? You said you have chicken. Do you have chicken? We have chicken, yeah. Lots of grilled chicken. chicken. Yeah. Great. you got chicken, you got chickpeas, and you got rice. you got three base ingredients for an incredible Moroccan-inspired dish. So okay. You can throw in some spices in there like cumin or coriander. The whole thing about Moroccan cuisine is it's that balance of sweet and savory. So maybe some lemon, some form of citrus. You got a little tub of olives sitting in the back corner of your refrigerator? Oh, of course we do. I don't even That's know hard no. what you're talking about here. Anyway, all right. <laughs> you said olives. Well, yeah, you try it. You know what? Get some aromatics in with your rice. Add some protein like the chicken and the beans. And I tell you, you'll have a dish like no other. Okay. Oh, Chris's face convert. is just, he, you said aromatics and you lost them. I, I just, the, <laughs> we want to make this simple though. Like, like finger cooking with Chris normally, right? But is this going to, this is not going to be too difficult for me. No, this is a one-pot wonder, buddy. A one-pot wonder. One pot. We will dirty one pot. We will use one Dutch oven. Oh, my gosh. I love that part of this idea because cleanup is the worst. Your wife will love it even more because there's only one pot to wash. (laughs) Matt, you think I can pull this off? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, I, I'm. Uh, you need to be there, Corbin, which you can't be. So he may screw it up somehow. No, no, he will be there. He will be there on Instagram live. Yeah, I'll be on okay, I'll, I'll walk you through it, and I will. Um, I'll cringe. Have <laughs> <laughs> <Not> to. <laughs> Honestly, it's not. Rice is probably. Rices get a bad rap because people think it's the most difficult thing to cook. I'm telling you. What kind of rice do you have, by the way? Do you even know that? No, I, I don't know. It's brown, red. white, basmati. Sure, all those. Jasmine. Yeah. We use the bas- Let's do a basmati rice. It's got nice, nutty-type natural flavors to it, and it's easy to cook. One part rice, one and a half part liquid. He's Done. making faces. Uh, I, I think, is basmati rice as hard to find as toilet paper? Because if it is, we don't have it. <laughs> so. After I'm done this Moroccan salad or whatever we're doing, I think... Um, <laughs> this. And now, folks, it's time for Who Do You Trust? Who do you trust? Who do you trust? Who do you trust? Stories about our weekends at 780-421-1039. One of us is going to be telling a little bit of a fib. Maybe it's a big fib. Uh, you figure out which one it is, and you could win a $50 gift certificate from a good friends at Mr. Lube. Matt, go ahead. Tell us about your weekend. Pretty low-key weekend. I uh, I social distanced. I stayed at home, which every, everybody should be doing. Yes. I mean, lots of people out for walks. But the memorable moment happened uh, Saturday night. We're FaceTiming with my mom. She was also staying home and social distancing but she said matt i have a problem Hmm. 
I need toilet paper. Thanks to all the jerks out there hoarding the toilet paper, my mom, my sister, and my Uncle Miles, who are at the house right now, yes, they're almost out. She said, you got to bring me toilet paper. So I said, sure, I'll bring some toilet paper, but I need something in return. Of course so you I, said that, yes. I, I, <laughs> I made a trade with my own mother for a bottle of whiskey for 12 rolls of toilet paper. Wow. 12 rolls? How much have you got? I got enough. Yeah, you sound like you're maybe one of the jerks that hoarded it. Oh, no, no, no. I just <laughs> happen to have a bit of toilet paper. <laughs> All right, toilet paper hoarding jerk. Okay, right. so so you got to, you got a bottle of whiskey from your mom for 12 rolls of toilet paper. Good work. Best deal ever made. Good work. All right. Hey, Crystal, don't hate the player. Hate the game. <laughs> you got to know when to hold them, and you got to know when to fold well, them, Well, I was going to stay at his place, and he wanted me to bring my eight-pack of recycled, and now I'm like, you... I'm not stupid. Bring more. I offered him six of regular or eight recycled, and he went for the eight. He's playing the long game here. He is. All right. Yes, go, Crystal. Okay, I drank too much on Saturday night. Yes. Spent Sunday curled up in a ball. I'm staying with Jen. She is a amazing baker and yeah. she was baking sourdough and cinnamon buns and all I could think was like turn it off. <laughs> the smell of the amazing baking was constant and making me making it worse. It was brutal. Oh, you still not feeling you good. You had the yeast dry heaves, did you? Oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> Well, okay. My wife says, do not say that we're cleaning because then people will expect our house to be super clean. But we are going like room to room to room to room doing some uh, some some serious corn cleaning, as they call it, corn cleaning. And uh, uh, the, the liquor cabinet got it last night. And uh, so we went through our, our, our cabinets of liquor. And I say cabinets. And Karen and I, Karen doesn't drink at all. I haven't had a drink in like six months, and we have bottle after bottle after bottle of wine, of of dark rums, of all sorts of things we've collected over the last 20, whatever, seven years of marriage. And uh, when we had them all out on the island, I counted, there were 31 bottles of booze there. So there you go. That's incredible. And you haven't had a drink in six months? Yeah. Because now would be a good time to start. <laughs> it's true. We got well, a lot. quarantine is over, I'm drinking you out of house and home. Matt, you're coming over and we're going to have a party. And that's not to mention all the Palm Bays I've collected. I've got probably ooh, 72 Palm Bays as well. So there you go. All right. One of us is telling a fib about our weekends. Which one is it? 780-421-1039. I hope it's Matt. Charging his mom for toilet paper. But anyway, we'll find out. Kissing in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. Better when I do. There's Aaron Perchette. My name is Chris Sheets. Crystal Darsh in studio with me. Matt DeBurr is working from home today. Hey, Matt, you're going to be doing something fun uh, just after 9 o'clock again like you did on Friday for the uh, kids and the parents that are home, huh? Yeah, we're going to do a more Matt leave live from my house. Uh, me and Bo, my son, we're going to be reviewing children's books, which are the best to read during this uh, self-isolation slash quarantine. Okay, that sounds good. And then tonight on, uh, that'll be on the Kissin' Country Facebook page. And then tonight at 7 o'clock on the Kissin' Instagram page, I'll be doing a live video uh, doing some cooking in the kitchen with Chef Corbin, who's a very famous chef from Toronto, uh, who's also related to me. And uh, we're going to do a Moroccan, is it chicken and rice combination? It's a one-pot masterpiece apparently so uh we'll be doing that and you can follow along and it can hopefully inspire others that aren't normally in the kitchen like myself to get in the kitchen and do something more creative all you right figure out what bas- basmati rice is before yeah it's it's an it's a nutty it's a nuttier um rice you from what I, under- I told you that i know i'm just trying to pretend i know what i'm doing but let's let's do this now
Hey, things are going crazy at the Walmart, of course, especially the toilet paper aisle. And, uh, well, this happened recently. A baby was born in the toilet paper, toilet paper aisle in Springfield, Missouri. That's right. Uh, they were like, oh, my gosh, this is actually going to happen, said the manager. Uh, she says a woman warned the store associates when her water broke that her last child came in just 30 minutes. And when things started to go crazy in the toilet paper aisle, we were like, what do we do now? Another lady came around the corner and said, I'm a labor and delivery nurse. Can I help? They said, yes, please. She had gloves in her pocket and was ready to go. That is brilliant. She distracted everyone by giving birth while her husband grabbed the toilet paper. <laughs> so from start to finish, the whole thing took 45 minutes. Springfield uh, uh, firefighters also arrived. And, uh, you know, basically there was crowd control because the crowd, of course, gathered around and were cheering her on as it was happening. <laughs> push, push, push. You can do it. You can do it all night long. Smile. You're online. <laughs> Some guy next to you is eating cheesy. <laughs> yes, but anyway, when she left in the gurney, uh, everybody cheered and high-fived her from what I understand, and the baby and uh, mom are doing well at home. I'm not sure on the name, but uh, I wonder what the name should be. What Did do you they think? wash their hands after they high-fived? <laughs> I'm sure there was a Who's lot Who's the poor guy had to clean it up with a mop and bucket? Yeah, exactly. Clean up on aisle seven. Ouch. Kissing in the morning with Chris Jack and Matt. Coming up to 9 o'clock, that's uh, pretty much it for us. Thank you for allowing us to be part of your day again. I know your days are different now. To put it mildly, a lot of people are uh, working from home. By the way, that doesn't mean you don't have to listen to us. We still, uh, you've got a doctor's prescription. The best uh, thing in these times is to listen to Kissing Country, so you can do that. How do they do that, Matt? You can go to listen to our podcast. Yeah, or you can go to the radio player to listen to us live. Um, sure. You can turn it on the old-fashioned way, 103.9 on the dial, and that's kind of the way it works. Matt's getting ready to do Matt leave. Uh, that's coming up very shortly. And coming up at uh, 7 o'clock tonight on Instagram Live, follow Kissin' Country because I will be in the kitchen, our kitchen, doing a little bit of uh, magic with Chef Corbin, who's a very famous uh, chef from, uh, well, originally from Warburg, Alberta, but now he calls Toronto home with his family, and he's got a catering company, and he's done a bunch of stuff on television, including uh, restaurant uh, takeover and, and, and many others. And so he will be encouraging me to make some kind of a Moroccan dish. I don't know. Matt, you're a real fancy schmancy cooker, so I, I know that this is going to be, it's it's out of my comfort zone, but that's a good thing, right? You're going to... You're going to find out how amazingly easy it is to make delicious food simply. Okay. I sound like such a nerd saying that. I know. I But he sent me the recipe for this thing, and it uh, involves all sorts of stuff that I've never heard of. But I think we've got it in the house, most of it. Uh, What's cayenne? But, but <laughs> cumin. It's great. Put in lots. Paprika. Um, ginger. I've heard of ginger, but then he said a half cup of olives, and I said, hey, buddy, uh, I'm embarrassed to say it, but I hate the olive. Is it okay if we pass on them? He says, we can pass on the olive. So there you go. That's good. Yeah, what a relief. I don't even have it in my Subway subs. Why would I put it in my Moroccan whatever I'm doing? Anyway, you can check all of that out on Instagram and Facebook, and again, we'll continue playing the great music we've got. Andrea Taylor is on your radio next.